Well, this is how you know it was a good melee session. Bro, bro, are you sweating from playing melee? Yeah. That's awesome. Dude, he's playing sweaty again. <laughs> Literally. Here's the thing about melee. It is the only hey. game that I... Is the only... Hey, can I come down a no, bunch? Help. Hey, 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 hey. Yes, turn me down a little bit. A little bit more, a are little these, bit more. Yeah, okay, that's good. Are these coasters? Or is yeah. this yes, it's an art coaster. project. Okay. They're coasters that make up the map from Lord of the Rings. So what were you saying about sweating on a GameCube controller? Here's the thing. I play many games. Melee is the only game that literally I feel my body temperature raising when I play. Okay. While I was playing one time during a party, Kelsey said that the, the the temperature in this room was significantly higher than the temperature out in the other room, which is not only because there's no like insulation in here, so it just gets hotter in here, but also I can feel myself getting hotter every time I every time I play melee. Like I, I feel like t if I'm wearing a hat, I have to take it off because there's too much heat. I usually like take my shirt off at some point. That's just melee. <coughs> and chew one chip all the way. <coughs> Are there other games that do this to you? None. It's only melee. Not Fortnite. No, Fortnite not at all. What is it about melee? Uh, I'm That's just so physically active for you. I mean, it's a lot of inputs per minute. So it's like a lot of like controller stuff. And then it's also like reading my opponent and then trying to figure out what to do or just like, okay, every time I do this combo, he can DI out of it. So what am I going to do to follow up? Okay. He keeps rolling this way a lot. So I'm going to try and read it next time he rolls to follow up and immediately grab him. And so it's it's strictly physical. It's not like you're stressed or oh, I'm like emotional. I'm not. I mean, I can get emotional. But it's when you said like, that, I thought I thought you meant like you're like stressing the whole time you're playing melee. No. And that's why you're sweating. Sometimes oh, I get angry. Oh, fuck, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Sometimes I get angry and sometimes I'm like, it doesn't it doesn't matter what my emotion is. I'm going to get hot. Okay. Because sometimes I'll just be smoking people and I'm still just like, oh, I'm sweaty. I don't think I've ever gotten sweaty playing a game. I literally, like physically sweaty. Yeah. I don't think so. You should start playing Melee and see if it works. <laughs> well, there was that one anime game you were playing, Bob. Oh. Well. Anime Stranding? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I was sweaty below the waist <clears throat> i think i think the only times i've ever had like physical reactions to playing games was like the first time playing through the last of us i was gonna say i had a feeling it would be something like that just because i had like i that game hooked me in a way where i would play for like easily six hours straight yeah and like like tunnel vision like the world outside world doesn't exist. Like I am in this game right now I love that. and it would get so stressful that I would have to be like, like physically, like I need to stop playing right now. Cause this is like not good for me. That's how melee is. I'll start playing melee and then I'll look and be like, Oh, three hours went by <laughs> like all the time. I should have been at work. Yeah. A lot of, it's just like, again, tunnel vision. It's so, especially before it was just, Oh, I'm playing the game. I like, and with someone there, 
I'd want to get in as much time as I want to. But with Slippy and being able to just like jump online, it's so quick to just like get in. And then like, if you don't like playing with someone, you can just exit out and then play with the next person who's like gonna connect to you real quick. And if you're doing bad, you can just be like, oh, I'll just go out on a win next time. But then once you get a win, you're like, oh, well. I can't go out on a loss. Yeah, exactly. Winning. Like, oh, I just, I just smoked all these people. Like, I should keep going. I'm playing hot. Or sometimes you're getting a very back-to-back, like back-and-forth close games, and it's like just enjoyable because you're like, oh, we're evenly matched. Is there an ability to, to rematch? Uh, after you play a game, you immediately can press start and then it goes into the next match. But you can't, like if someone like, if you There's almost t- beat someone, can you like rematch them immediately or do you have to just... they you So after every game, so when you press, you basically press start and then it finds someone and then it just rolls a random map and then you play. And then after that, you can either change characters, they can change characters. And then you can just, and that's where you also have a little text log where you can like press the D-pad to say like, LOL. LOL or bad connection good. yeah little things like that but if you press start and they press start then it just boom goes into the next match mm-hmm. depending on like what characters you, you so you can change characters and then press start and then um, so it automatically puts you in a match with the same person unless you back yeah. out okay and then and then it just searches for the next opponent and then it goes in immediately gotcha. and you don't know who your character your opponent's gonna pick especially the first time, but even the second time, like they can just change characters or it just, boom, puts you in a match as soon as you press start. And then um, people have like different tags. So if you want to, you could try and find someone from their username in their home and they're at, you know, dox them. No. Like if, if it, it's hard to like share tags unless people put it in their actual name because you have like your tag to be found by and then you have your name. It displays. So one of the messages we should play another time or something like that, but there's no way to get someone's tag. You can't save it to a, like, a list. Actually, actually, you can now that I think about it. Oh, okay. Because in the new Slippy update, you can actually go look at your replays and it'll show like your tag versus their tag and it'll show like a little character. That was uh, this thing right here. This is what I was looking at. And then, uh-huh. and then it's cool because like you can just go back and be like, all right, I need to. I'm like watching myself play, and I'm not noticing that I do this a lot. Maybe I should try and like mix up what I'm doing to try and like mix up my opponent, so I'm not like as you're literally reviewing your footage. Yeah, <laughs> actually, like a professional athlete. Yeah, that's cool. And then it's cool because you can just. I'm uh, cooking up another combo video soon. Adidas too. Are you gonna put a like a cool dubstep song to it? Yeah, for sure. Wow. And like overlay Don't text things. Break me down. One of those songs, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, melee alive and well. Good to know. Can we take this one slow? This podcast episode? This episode, yeah, I'm down. Sure, let's try getting the groove. Yeah, mosey on through. Strips, I can't stop eating them. So Did good. you all have a good weekend? Do you want some Dewey? Yeah, before Bob eats all of them. Yeah, we actually uh, all did something together this weekend. Mm, yeah, we recorded some bonus content. The, yeah, that not the body that we hid. Sorry, Bob. 
It was my body. <laughs> we hid Bob's body. Do you want to tell a little bit? Since you're the they put the, me in the trunk of a car. <laughs> the GM. Yeah, so we recorded a session of us playing a one-off scenario, Delta Green, called Black Sat. Um, and it was fun. Uh, those ep- those are bonus episodes. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, uh, you will be getting the. I think it's four episodes. Yeah, I'm probably we'll probably do one for every Friday of this month. Something to look forward to. Since y'all have been starved for content. Thank God it's Friday. TGI podcast. Who all, who all was there, Connor? It was the three of us in this room. Uh, friend of the show, Nick. Friend of the show, Emily. It was a good time. I had fun. I hope you all had fun. Bob, did you have fun? I enjoyed it. Bob repeatedly tried to bring a firearm on a spacecraft, and I told him, no, you can't do that. As soon as the woke liberals showed up. Hmm. I wish there was a way to do it, but it didn't seem feasible. You're the god in this situation. You could have let me do whatever you wanted. Yeah, but... Once you once you throw all the rules out the window, it's it's just all downhill from there. When you try and shoot the space anomaly, bad things happen. Wow. Yeah, I had fun because I've only ever played D and D, and this was just like a lot different. It's very different in a really cool way that made me. It's very narrative. It's very investigative. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular scenario is for people who are new to the game. Yeah, so. That's why I chose it. Uh, it's pretty much on rails. Mm-hmm. You kind of have like, all right, you're here and you're doing this for the next 48 hours in game. And then you're doing this for the next 10 minutes in game. And then you're going from here to here. Like it's very much like ABCD. Yeah. And I was, I was telling Bob on the way here. There's other scenarios that I would think would be really fun to play that it's much more like, here's the mission this is this is uh this strange thing happened you're here to investigate it you're in this small town in oregon Mm -hmm. here's some leads figure out what's happening cover it up whatever like contain it go yeah and then you just have it's much more like open world kind of like all right, where do we want to start looking we can go to the library we can go you know we can go interview these people that you know, our handler told us to go talk to and like, it's much more open. Yeah. Uh, whereas the scenario we play is very kind of like ABC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if people like it, if you guys have had fun, I'd be more than happy to do another one. I got a couple other scenarios I've read through that look like fun. Now, and now you guys know kind of how the game goes a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Sick. I enjoyed having Nick on as a player. Yeah, uh, Nick killed it. <laughs> they did a. Lot, they did a very. The voice was. It wasn't like if I wasn't looking at them when they were doing yeah. the voice, it was fine. But anytime yeah. I looked over, <laughs> Nick would say something and then look at me like this. Yeah. <laughs> like give me these eyes. It was so funny. I would just bust out every time. Um, I hope people find it as funny as we found it funny. A lot of it's like, fucking around. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, which I think is, you know, this is an this isn't an actual play podcast. Like, I yeah, think, you know, people aren't coming here looking to listen to 
you know, tabletop RPGs. Oh, so I, I take it very seriously. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. it's so hard because whenever I play tabletop games, I'm like trying to be the the good person, but mm-hmm. it's so hard. It's so hard when you're like, oh, I got such a good joke just ready to That's fine. go. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it. It's if the fucking around takes over. Yeah. At the expense of the game, that's when it gets a little annoying. Yeah, but I thought it was good. That's good. I had fun. So subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, it's only uh, the cost of one cheeseburger, one single cheeseburger, even, maybe even just a fry. Some places like a side of fries, side of fries. So when you're at work and you're gonna go to McDonald's to get a cheeseburger for lunch, just don't get a cheeseburger one day out of the month, and then you can pay for and it. You can listen to. Extra Just pack content. a macaroni salad or something instead, and then you'll be fine. It's better for you too. Yeah, making food at home, you know what's going think in about it. The, think about the person who buys a McDonald's cheeseburger every day. Yeah, he was you, our president. That's true. <laughs> you don't want to. Be, well, that's different because he didn't want people poisoning him. That's also true. He'd rather poison himself. <laughs> yes. As long as he's the one doing it. Yeah. I made, um, I made a cheeseburger over the weekend. Me too. It was good. Me too. I think we all did separate Fourth of July shit. Yes, uh, I, I guess I did. Yeah, it's just a regular Monday for me. I used a grill for the first time ever. Well, ever? I've I've grilled before, but I've never like set up a grill. At least every time I've tried, something's been weird, and then someone else takes over, and I'm just like, okay, hey, cool. I'm gonna go look at my phone over here. <laughs> but like one time, I tried to use a a, a chimney for the coal, and yeah. it just like was not working. So. This time I just tried my best and it worked, and I felt good. It was a small amount of people, but it was enough to get uh, the burgers and dogs done. Impossible, beyond both. Black bean, sweet potato. What are we working with? Oh, I wouldn't do black bean or sweet potato. Sometimes I miss a good old fashioned black bean burger. I do black bean burgers sometimes. I need to. I used to make really good black bean burgers pre Impossible, Beyond, and all that. I need to do it again. It's less filling. Yeah. Sometimes I want the black bean burger. Yeah. Because like you feel crazy after you eat like a gigantic Beyond Burger. Yeah. Like just so much of that texture. Just like I need like to lay down after this. Like (laughs) a black bean burger. I can eat that and keep fucking swimming or whatever I was doing. (laughs) True. I wasn't swimming. I don't want to do that. That guy got sick from swimming Uh, actually. Speaking of 4th of July. We are playing Fortnite and you were like. Uh, Guts is having a bad time. I'll yeah. be right back. He drank some river water and boy, was he having a bad time <laughs> for that like whole entire day and night. <laughs> but he's all good now and he's not allowed to go to the river anymore. Sometimes you just gotta drink a lot of river water. Yeah. Sometimes it, I've, I enjoy drinking river water. I feel like it makes me stronger. True. If you've been yeah. doing it for, for a very long time, you're probably immune to all the just parasites that are going to wreck your insides. Yummy. I think the last time I ev- I went to, I, I put my skin in river water was the last time I went with you. Okay. Was that last year? I think so. Yeah, year, last summer. Ago. Okay. So probably last time. I don't like going to the river. I haven't been, I hadn't gone to the river in like four years until like three weeks ago. And anyway, I went to the cube and then I just put my my feet in. And that was really it. I love the river. I get bored. Do you? I don't know what to do with myself. Go to Pipeline, jump in the rapids. 
Then River's fun if you feel like you're you might die. Yeah. I Okay, I think my my problem with that is jump in the rapids lasts for about 5 minutes and then I don't know what to do. Just keep doing it. Jump yeah. in, swim, swim into the rapid and two, like surf it. Two, 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 two different tricks. Swim across the rapid, go explore the islands. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My my attention span for that is extremely short. Hmm. My, at this point, I know if I fully submerged myself, I'd be sick for a few days afterwards because my, again, it's been too long. It's been- Your immune system ac- isn't <laughs> acclimated. Yeah, like once once- you can kind of go off of like if you go every summer, like your body like might you might get sick for a little bit after a little a break during the winter. But now I know I'll just get wrecked. I'll get like the flu or something like that if I swim in the river. <laughs> I last like we went to we canoe to this little island upriver kind of far. Mm-hmm. And we did that a couple months ago. I think it was about a month ago. And we like canoed up to the island, uh, set up our chairs or whatever, like had the little Bluetooth speaker and like hung out. Yeah. And in my mind, it had been like three hours and I was like, all right, well, like, should we start packing stuff up? And Valerie was like, what are you talking about? It's been like 30 minutes. Like, I just, <laughs> like, just relax. And I'm just like, I, I just like, I don't know what to do if I'm not yeah. like. If I have something physically to do at that moment, I'm just like, uh, just get a fidget spinner and just go sit in the river, <laughs> put your feet in the water, and just like <laughs> keep the bad thoughts that way. Yeah, I don't know. As I feel like people, like all my friends, will like like to go to the river, and I just don't know what to do when I do that. Yeah, I feel you. Like I can walk around in knee deep water, and then like get I, I got to do something else. Yeah, I feel you. You know what's cooler than the river, though? Mm, IMAX movies yeah honestly it's much cooler think about where you would want to be on a on a hot summer day in the river still hot and d- then just covered in shit water or at the IMAX theater where it's nice and cool and the picture big God, IMAX theater is awesome uh, when was the last time either of you went to an IMAX theater probably when I watched the I don't even know what they call it. What was the? It was like a dinosaur thing at the science museum. They have those that I watched in probably uh, when I was in fourth grade. (laughs) I saw Interstellar at an IMAX theater up north somewhere. Oh, I've never seen a movie in IMAX. Oh, it was like uh, was at the Air and Space Museum maybe or something. I don't think it was DC proper, but it was like outside of DC, and it was sick. That soundtrack was. Bussing. It was like shaking. The so when they show regular movies in IMAX, it's just big. Yeah. Well, some of them are shot. So it isn't there a separate good. IMAX camera when yeah. they shoot? I don't know that they film with. I think so. Yeah. Because for it to get that big, it has to be special camera. Yeah. So really, it's like a normal camera, but just like bigger. <laughs> they just make it two times as big. And is there something with the lens? Is it like? shot in a way that it projects surrounding you? Um, I don't know. All I know is that there is a specific camera for IMAX and that like soundtracks and, and sound sounds really good at an IMAX theater. Huh. But I was thinking about video games. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
You ever play a video game on an IMAX theater? No. I bet that would be cool. The closest would be uh, when friend of the show Dakota had the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Tournament at the Bird Theater. Mm-hmm. That was probably big. Did they have the, uh, what's his name? Larry, the organ player, like That'd in front of cool. the screen while they're playing. Does he still do Smash? that? I think so. I feel like I heard something about him like not doing that anymore. But I, I mean, like 80. Yeah. His name can't be Larry. I don't remember what his name actually is. Kershaw Reinhardt. I did a, I did a, I made a radio piece about the Bird Theater, and Brian Baines gave me a tour, and I, he, we talked about him, but I can't remember his name. It was a while ago. Yeah, dude's a dick. <laughs> no, he has a sweetheart. Larry. He's the Larry only one who Larry. can. He's the only one who can play organ in the state, so we have to get it. We don't really have a choice. Do you know anything about the Carillion? No. Not the Carillion. The Carillon. No. Carillion yes. is a, a Men in Black. I've been to the top of it. A Carillion. You talking about cruiser? You talking about Dogwood Dell? The Carillon. Yeah, I've yes. been to the top of it. Do you know anything about what a Carillon is? It's like Carillon. a. It's, it's got bells at the top, and you play like an organ keyboard to play the bells. Do you know how many there are in the in North Not America? a lot. Very few. Like a handful. I was and literally talking about this Richmond. yesterday with a friend, because I didn't know that. That Dogwood Dell is an instrument. Yeah. The Carolina Dogwood Dell is an instrument. Not only that, but it's like there's only a handful of people in like the world that can play licensed. So it's like an undertaking to have one locally, like not it, Have it, you ever heard it though? Like does is it active? Does it work? I think so. Sounds like an angel. I feel like I've never heard in. it. I don't know if I have ever heard it. Now that I think about it. I've been to the top though. It's cool. Uh, I was doing, working some event there or something. And my friend and I were like wandered off because we were on a break. And the like custodian was just chilling at the bottom. We started talking to him, asking him questions about it and stuff. He's like, yeah, they do like events here. Like someone had a wedding here. And sometimes we take, you know, take people to the top. And he's like, you guys want to go to the top? And we were like, fuck Yeah. <laughs> So we went inside and there's like a staircase that wraps all the way up the center. Like a lighthouse. Um, and there's a like an old timey cage elevator with like the lever. So we walked up a few stairs to the elevator, got in it, pulled the thing and the cage went all the way to the top. And That's then we like walked out on the little balcony there. It was That's so sick. Very cool. Apparently it's haunted. He said that people see like ghosts up at the top. Of course they do. I'm so sick of shit being haunted. And then Get he was, something new. Yeah. And then the dude was like, well, now you guys got to do something for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've shown you the Carillon. Now show me something of yours. Yeah. That'd be cool. Here's two shovels. Gotta start digging. Bob's in my trunk. Hey, that's a Dixie Chick song, isn't it? Bob's in my trunk? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. I got to look that up. <laughs> Which I hate the Dixie Chicks because they don't like George W. Bush. I forgot Remember when that was a thing. Yeah, when they got boycotted by country music because they weren't Republicans. Yeah, that's cool. I forgot that you love W. Yeah, Earl's in the trunk is what it is. Would buying somebody a George W. Bush original painting be a funny gift? Possibly. I bought a sheet of George W. Bush. Uh, forever stamps and frame them in my house. <laughs> Did you? <Yeah. laughs> Why? 
because uh, we have Nixon ones too. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, we have Reagan ones. We don't have the Nixon ones. So you just buy Bummer. all the shithead yeah. presidents. <laughs> Do they make Trump ones? I don't know. I mean, every president's a shithead, but some are more than others. I wish I should look for those though. That'd be fun. Oh boy, I like having stuff framed in my house. <laughs> Me yeah. too. Yeah, I don't know. Just trying to find content right now. I can talk about a game I played. No, nah, it's not time yet. We, <laughs> we agreed we we're going to take this one slow, do we? No, Give it another so t- 20 minutes. Everyone at home's like, what does Dewey got to talk about? Is it something that I've played? No. This no. is something that I've played. But I have watched something that you have watched that we can talk about too. But Wait. you've played the first one. Me? This is Yeah, this is a delicious last course. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good, bro? I have chip fragments in my boots. <laughs> okay. Do you want some more chips to wash down those chip fragments? Yeah, why don't you drink some of that? That drink you got. Yeah. I played Cuphead, A Delicious Last Course. Okay. It is the DLC. Get it? Delicious Last Course. Ha! Yeah, it's pretty funny. I like that. Um, in this update, it has a brand new island that you go to. And the story behind it is that Miss Chalice, which is a character that you see while playing the original game. She's fine. Uh, Bob was motioning that she had some assets. Just want to let everyone know because this is an audio podcast. And they well, I didn't know. want anyone to know that I was making hand well, gestures. Well, there you go. Um, Maybe you should think about what you do with your hands fuck. if you don't want anyone to know. Story-wise, she talks about how she is trapped in the astral plane and that you can eat this cookie and it will swap bodies with her so she can come and she has a physical form and you go to the astral astral uh, plane. Bob, do you want to share what your... Astral plane, eat this cookie. I mean, it was all there. I just yeah. didn't want to start hooting and hollering. Continue. Um, You're sweating, Bob. You've been playing Melee? <laughs> That's a callback to the beginning of the episode. That's how we do it. That's called comedy, guys. That's called... Yeah. Uh, 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 setups and payoffs, mm-hmm. and uh, so what, storytelling. So what she so what she wants to do is get a bunch of ingredients that are, of course, being held by bosses that you have to fight, and take those ingredients to bring to this dude who's going to make some sort of tart that, when you eat it, you then have a full physical form. So you go through and you fight all these new bosses. And you can also equip as a charm that cookie so that you can play as her. Mm. The difference in gameplay is interesting because you're already giving up one of your charms, which could be like an extra heart, an extra two hearts. There's also like different charms that you can like use off the top of my head. I can't. Oh, yeah. There's one that's like when you dash, you're invisible. So so you're giving up a charm space to play as her. And she has interesting properties because she has a double jump, which I want to say is about as big, maybe slightly taller than at like both arcs of it, uh, Cuphead. But I think they might be comparable. It's just you can like kind of do a short jump and then a high one or I don't know. It's just easier to like get out of some situations when you have a double jump. Mm -hmm. Um, And she doesn't have a parry, but when she dashes, she does her parry. Interesting. Yeah. And 
it took a little bit to get used to, but once you get used to, it's it's almost like a different muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Question. Yes. Do you you only play as this character in the DLC, or no, you can play you can okay. you can actually also use this? Basically, it gives you that charm, so you can even go to like the first yeah. three islands okay. and play as her. Um, but I will say you can kind of tell that all of the bosses are kind of made in the idea that you would be playing as her. There's just mm-hmm. like, there's certain like instances where I'm playing it. And I'm like, oh, this, this, the way I'm moving right now, it works perfectly with like her movement. Question. Yeah. So when you go back and you fight old bosses with her, yeah. do they feel harder than the new ones because the new ones are kind of made with her in mind? I didn't, I only played the first island bosses with her. Okay. Which didn't feel that much harder, and that also might just be because I've S ranked those bosses, so like Fair. that's hardest difficulty, not mm-hmm. or at least it's a regular difficulty not getting hit once. In the Dude, the fucking merry go round. Yeah, boss has to be the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, Bippy. Yeah, Bippy the clown. Too too erratic. Too. Just unpredictable. Once it, once you get get the, I don't know I think that's like all you have of them, to like though. yeah get understand but it's just so different than everything else yeah it's so erratic that like um the cool thing about these bosses are is not only do they like fit with her but there's like specific ones that like one of the bosses is you're flying on the back of a plane so basically as you move it's it's um like you're standing on a platform and if you move all the way to the left side it slowly starts shifting uh, the left if you stand on the right side it slowly starts shifting to the right so you kind of have to like shoot the guy above you while you're like moving this plane and, and dodging stuff hmm. and then at one point it even like you, you stay on that and it goes to the middle of the screen so you have to watch like all the sides of you and then the, and the final boss it actually switches so you're you start off on the bottom of the screen and then it'll flip over and you're controlling it from like upside down or sideways and stuff like that. Interesting. So there's some really cool stuff like that where the bosses are just like completely different. There's one boss battle where you have like three platforms or two platforms with like three different like rows in there that you can stand on and you have to like drop below platforms and like go up above and stuff like that and mm-hmm. avoid so they kind of like do different than just like you're just standing there attacking bosses on like the left side of the screen or in the middle of the screen um kind of reminds me of like some of the uh, uh, the ones from before where like there's the one in the beehive where you're like at one point you're constantly climbing up mm-hmm. there's some stuff like that but like Specifically, there's one where you're on that airplane and it shifts to like you're upside down trying to avoid stuff. And it's kind of disorienting at first, yeah. but after you beat it, you're like, feel really fucking good. <laughs> Overall, the, the, these bosses are also super chaotic mm-hmm. to the point where um, it took me like a while to, to beat, especially, especially the last boss. There's a lot of stuff going on that like you have to have a good game sense of like, okay. I've now realized that there's some stuff in the background that looks like it could be hurting me that isn't. It's just in the background. And also like memorizing, okay, these are minions or things that I can actually shoot and get rid of and stuff like that and like switching guns constantly. I don't know. It's it's a very good DLC because they clearly 
could have just put out just more Cuphead levels, but having like levels that are specific, they feel like they're specifically made for like a new character. So not only adding a new character, but really like switching a lot of things up. And then on top of that, just like there are specific boss battles that are, I don't know. A lot of the art is charming and stuff like that, but there's specific boss battles where I was like actually laughing out loud because there's one that's like the only plane level that you have because they had those like um, shoot 'em up kind of segments in the other game or in the original game. There's one where you're like chasing this this like wanted cow who's a cowgirl, and so she's on a wagon and you're like trying to shoot her while she's running away, and then she gets a vacuum and starts sucking up stuff. So you have to like worry about that stuff. And then the, the last two phases, she gets thrown into a pressure cooker. And then it's just like a bunch of sausage links that you're chasing. And then after that it gets turned into a thing of spam. It's like stuff like that, where I was like, this is just funny. And yeah. there's just like a lot of just like very creative ideas that I'm like, Oh, this looks like some very of the era cartoon. Like this fits right in with, you know, as something you would be watching how much uh added game time would you say the dlc is i beat i beat so i beat the main boss i think some people are saying if you just are a god at the game it'll probably take you like three hours okay. for me it was probably closer to like two hours no <laughs> it was definitely not closer to two hours it was definitely probably like probably nine okay just because i remember eh, so That's a good eight, chunk. Eight, eight, eight or nine hours just because there are like two specific bosses that I remember like just throwing myself at for like three hours or so. It was, it was probably less than that. It probably felt like it was like three hours, but yeah. It's 30 minutes of Bob sitting on an island. Yeah, you can. <laughs> what's the, what's the, the original game is like a 20 hour game, right? Um, More? Maybe. It depends. I feel like now I could be, like I said, like remember when I was, a while ago, I was going to stream just me beating it. I could probably beat it in like five hours. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Depend. I mean, you can also like, it's also like a loose definition of beating it because speedrunners, once you get to like the last area, you can like just turn yourself into the devil and then like you, it's the end of the game. So that might count mm -hmm. to you. But, and there's also like specific bosses that you can like skip to like go to the very last area. Um, specifically like the robot boss in the in the flying section for the longest time I just never used the like uh, button that lets you like shrink your plane for a few seconds and <clears throat> once you realize you can shrink your plane and then you move a lot quicker and you can just like get around stuff but like can't shoot as far it's like a game changer yeah. so I started implementing that a lot more especially for like this one specific boss and this DLC that was giving me trouble the one with that is that cow character um, there's also this really interesting thing that I haven't done yet in the DLC. So I say it was probably eight to nine hours, but I haven't finished it. There are these, I don't know how many of them there are. I know that there are, I think like 12 new bosses, quote unquote, in total. Um, you fight, I want to say six or seven new actual bosses but I think the rest of the characters or the rest of the uh, quote unquote bosses are these trials that you can do where you don't, you're not able to shoot and it's all about like parrying and then like moving around 
these characters. The first one I beat pretty easily, which was like um, these pawns that are like up above you and they eat, and you basically have to parry each of them, but they're also all like jumping down even if they don't have the parry thing to be able to parry them. So basically it's like the top of a pawn, after you parry it, it disappears, but they can still come down and like fuck you up if you're not paying attention. And then the one after that, you're you have to like go against this just like one horse that is the I guess the knight. So I guess all the all the like bosses in this some sort of king is like asking you to like do all these new challenges but the whole catch is that you don't have the gun so it's all about parrying and then just like moving around and like realizing their movements and at least the first two I don't know if like later on you get the gun but it seems like when you talk to this NPC he's like yeah try out my go to my coliseum and figure out like if you can beat this character without these using your guns blah 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 Basically, so I still need to go and do that. Um, but yeah, overall, still still have to do that. But the DLC is very much recommended. It's like eight dollars, and it's very well worth it. Okay. If if not just for like playing the game with all these new stuff, just like seeing the bosses and their transformations has just been so sick. Yeah, I'm glad you're having fun with it. Oh, I'm having a load of fun. Um, still playing Kana, Bridge of Spirits. That's really fun too. Moving on with that. Uh, I beat like the first, like I think like super big boss. I, th- I feel like that game has like maybe three to t- four like major bosses. Okay. And then there's a bunch of like mini bosses in there that are pretty hard. But th- this was like a story boss that I had to beat. Um, very emotional storyline but very, very good. It still looks amazing. Um, still playing that. Uh, I feel like there was something else, but the main thing I kind of want to talk about with you is I started watching Umbrella Academy. Okay. And okay. finished season one and on to season two. Okay. I'm like on season, or episode like four of season two, and I've been shotgunning it. Hold on. So are we going spoiler territory or no? We don't have to. We can go like we can I just, don't give a shit. Oh, okay. Let's we can just talk about it a little bit. At I'm least trying to remember season what one. season one and two are. Season one is, is give, season two Texas. Yes. Okay. So to give everyone a background, season or Umbrella Academy is I guess a graphic novel, comic book written yep. by Gerard Wade. Yes. Uh, of Michael Romance fame. I don't think he has involvement with the TV show per se. I don't se. think so either. Because I remember every time it's like adapted by yeah. so-and-so for, for TV or whatever. Um, but it centers around this very dysfunctional family who were all children. They are all children that were born at the exact same time on the exact same day and have superpowers that were then adopted by this eccentric, not even eccentric, just a billionaire who's just a very distant, cold father. So they all grew up super dysfunctional. And uh, it's kind of following them as adults and what's going on in their life now. There's like character who's like, I really like the powers in it too. Powers are interesting. Because it's like, yeah, you have your character who's like super strong and like that's just, you know, something you see all the time. But then like, it seems like the rest, I'm trying to think of them all really quickly. 
seems like the rest are just all very like out there. Like yeah. One character. What What's up? No, yeah, they're they're all They're all very like specific superpowers. Yeah. Except for the Elliot Page superpower is like kind of just vague. Yeah. And that like that type of superpower bothers me. Yeah. Because it's like they can kind of do anything at that point. Yeah. So like, uh, I, I like when they're more specific, like the guy who interacts with dead people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a character who interacts with, again, like dead people, but like also is finding out that they can use their power to like bring those dead people back. And so, so it's, it's also interesting because, yeah, because they are plagued with the like, seeing dead people all the time and like constantly dealing with that it, they form like an addiction because when they use drugs and alcohol they are able to like suppress like seeing the dead people yeah. constantly complaining to them and stuff like that but then also it you find out like later on i guess that they can kind of bring in like they can either bring dead people in so they can you can actually see them everyone can see them and they can also make them like physical at mm-hmm. some point and then they can like those dead people can like attack people. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool stuff there. I mean, there's the one brother you don't see much of, which I thought was an insane power where it just has like tentacles, like it's like lifts up his shirt and then it's just like a giant octopus or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which that, is just like an insane power. <laughs> that's a very weird one. The uh, dude who can just throw knives. The throw knives guy is really cool. funny. He can just uh, curve knives. That's like his power. <laughs> the one. The one girl whose power is like like a mind control kind of yeah. thing. But it's like hers is specifically she has to say, I heard a rumor that and then like tells you and then you just do whatever she says. Um, yeah. That's a cool one. The uh, the beginning of season two where she's like, I heard a rumor that you're, you're like, like I made your heads explode or something yeah. like that. And then, and then they just fucking blow like three dudes just heads just blow so up. So she can just do whatever. whatever. Yeah, basically. But she's how like controlling someone. Mind control. You can't make your own head blow up. So how does it's it's pretty. Loose. She could just yeah bend reality. She, she can manifest whatever by saying I heard a rumor that, yeah. and then whatever she says so she's, just manifests. She's God. Yeah, In but a way. like, is does she have a weakness? She, so her weakness is that at one. Well, I won't get into spoilers, but the main weakness is like she just has had problems because she had a child that. I guess got taken away from child, like with child protective services because she kept like whenever her child was like, like yelling about something, she was like, I heard a rumor that you were quiet. I went to sleep and stuff like that. And so like, I think she got a divorce with her dad and then, or she got a divorce with her husband and then her husband ended up getting the kid because he was just like, probably they don't go much into the backstory, but it's like, you can assume that they they go into it later. Yeah. You assume that it's probably something like, she is using her powers to manipulate my child. Right. And they yeah. kind of like, they definitely explore that stuff of like, th- that makes like, it gives her this weird like complex of like, almost like a narcissist kind of thing where she can like, yeah, get her way however she wants. So it's like, that's kind of her personality flaw. Yeah. She becomes, she becomes like a, like a movie star later on in life. Cause at the beginning of the, the move, the, the beginning of the show, oh. they all come together because, their father died 
so they're all getting back together and you kind of see like where they are in life now and like some of them are still like fighting crime but most of them are just like don't want anything to do with it because it's sucked <laughs> being a and kid then the, the one kid who looks the youngest oh yeah but he's actually like older than all of them yeah uh he, he has the ability to like teleport but he also has the ability to he like use his teleportation to jump into time but then jumped into like a time where at the end it's like the end of humanity mm. and so there's a bunch of shit involving him but basically he comes back after living almost an entire lifetime he's like 80 or something like that when he comes back but his body is like the same as when he left so he's just like a kid it's like a 12 year old kid but he's like has all the mannerisms of like an 80 year old person so he's is like this live action or cartoon live action, live action. Okay. it's it's really good it's really interesting good. okay um also never mind i don't want that's a spoiler okay yeah i watched that and it's all about them trying to never like mind. i don't think it is a spoiler what it's it's cool that during the the gap between seasons two and three, I think, is when Elliot Page transitioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they wrote that into the story. Yeah. On why that character is now a male presenting character. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. I think I remember uh I think I remember Kelsey saying something about that. Because yeah. Kelsey loves MCR and of course now has all has liked Umbrella Academy before, like as soon as it was as it was out, it was yeah. a, th- a thing. So she read the graphic yeah. novels. She said that like it's pretty similar. For the first season, it, it follows it pretty well, and the second season kind of gets away a little bit, and then third season gets even farther away. Okay, so I'm I really want to read it now because like I'm already like super into the story, like the boys and. I guess the Watchmen was the first one to do it, but like subvert expectations or like show what it's like when superheroes are actually people. And like, it's like, oh, this dysfunctional family of kids who like are now actually, they've been superheroes. So like how they are as like people, it's like really cool to look at. Um, And I just want to see like how the actual story was written compared to the show. Um, I don't know. I also think them all, it's it's interesting because in season two, they get, brought back into or they like try to jump time to save the end of the world basically but then they all get spit out in texas in the 60s and one of the characters is a black woman Mm. so it's like her in that era obviously is like i also like that it's like not there's like it's like multicultural and like different types of people yeah in in this like Mm -hmm. family it's also pretty interesting in season two when she, when she ends up marrying someone else and then he's like these two dudes just came up and said they were your brothers <laughs> these two white dudes like what are you not telling me <laughs> like what is going on yeah it's so the the kid who can and do like he can like teleport from place to place but also teleport in time okay um so and hold on i guess more to the story fast and loose with the rules yeah. the there is a a group what, and what is the group called that's like the briefcase people that are trying to... The, the commission the, or the something commission. like that? Yeah, something like that. They basically have these briefcases which they which contain some kind of thing that lets them travel through time. Yeah. Okay. And like teleportation. It's basically like... 
As you do. They can just show up places with that. And I guess the first season, they're trying, the, the people from the commission are trying to kill the Umbrella Academy, like everyone in it. Yeah, basically. Or they're trying to, it seems like they're trying to, they're trying to kill Five, who's the guy who jumped in time. Yeah. And they're also trying to just prevent them from saving the world, it seems like. Because the the entire world blowing up is just supposed to happen. Like okay. The end of the world is supposed to happen. So they're trying, there's this like, I want to say it's the commission. I could be completely wrong. But there's this group of people who basically work on like, any timeline they want to to try and kind keep like men in black type figures yeah keeping gotcha. the timeline the way it's supposed to go yeah. mm-hmm. so um so when they when they jump back to the 60s and end up in texas it's kind of sloppy and they don't all end up at the same time so like some of them end up in like 1960 some of them end up there it's in all the same place but like 1963 1966 yeah. like they all kind of like it's like 60, 61, there. 62, 63, something like that. So they're not all together when they get to Texas in the past. They're like, some of them are there, but then they have to like wait for other ones to show up because it's like okay. they haven't landed yet. Interesting. Yeah. And that's all season two stuff. Um, yeah. See, so season one, my girlfriend was watching it and it was just on in the background. So I like yeah. kind of paid attention to a lot of it. Yeah. And then like, I towards the end of the first season, I was like, oh, I'm kind of invested in the show just from like secondhand watching it. Yeah. So then I started paying attention to it from like season two on. Yeah. But like the first season, I missed a lot of that stuff just because like I wasn't paying yeah. attention. I think we might have talked about it because I was like, oh, I'm going to start it, but I need to like pay attention. And it's like definitely like a, something you need to like pay attention yeah. to when you're watching. Because there's a lot of like story things that loop back around and like yeah. make sense when you know how they happen and stuff like that. <clears throat> so it's a good show. Yeah. Legit, very good TV. And I like that it, I guess the comic book, I guess it just has a story that the comic book is telling. I guess so. Because I don't know. The, uh, I found out that iZombie, yeah. also based on a comic, but the comic has nothing to do with the show. Interesting. Like character names, all different. That's funny. Locations, all different. That's so wild. Powers, me. all different. Like they basically just took, took the, the idea of iZombie yeah. and then just like, all right, we're just going to do a TV show based on the name and the general concept of the comic. Everything else yeah. is going to be totally different. That's There's like werewolves weird. and shit in the comic that's the not fuck? in the TV show. Huh. It's weird. And so that's why you're starting to read iZombie, right? Uh, I don't know if I want to because I <laughs> liked the TV show so much. It's like a great TV show. Yeah. It ends well. It's like one of the few TV shows that has like a, a an ending that wasn't awful. Damn. Well, a lot of people, I was like kind of unsatisfied with the umbrella academy ending is there more seasons coming or is it i don't know season three is it i don't know i mean it ends in a way where there could be more seasons yeah but i don't know if they've like announced anything Hmm. i hope it i don't know i'm gonna watch it all the way through so we'll see it's good yeah good show i'm gonna Um, have to check it out you should the only other thing i did was i finished uh teenage mutant ninja turtles revenge of shredder which we talked about a few weeks ago. Unlock Casey Jones. Yes. Ooh. I played uh, Tyler. Friend of the show, Tyler was over. And I was like, do you want to play this? And he was like, yeah. So we just beat the story mode in like one sitting. Oh, yeah. it's You yeah. can do that easily. It was definitely like a three-hour thing. But it was, it was very fun to actually do it with someone. Because otherwise, it'd be I feel like it would be kind of boring. Yeah. 
Like I have fun playing those games, but a lot of the fun is just like playing it with someone. Yeah, I'm glad that the one time I played through the entire game was with a full team of six people. Yeah, and that was like they they like change the amount of characters you have to fight in this in that situation. Right, they have to. Yeah, I think that I think I could already tell just by playing one player versus two player. But I'm wondering how how crazy it is with six people. There's a button that you can press that like highlights your character. I mean, okay. That's how that's how much it's just like there's just shit moving on the yeah. screen. And, like I can't tell which character I am right now. That's funny. all the turtles look the same. Yeah, and if you're a Splinter or a April, like it's just hard to tell. And like this mass of like yeah. people throwing specials and shit. It was uh yeah, especially since like when you do the specials, it like freezes the screen for a second. So it's just like a bunch of people firing off their specials. <laughs> it's like stop motion, like yeah. I wonder how much uh, how if that like helps like just melt bosses super quick if you have a bunch of people. Kinda, there were still a bunch of bosses that we struggled with. Yeah, but it, there's also patterns to everything, mm-hmm. and so like some of the people that we were playing with would like get the patterns and know when to strike the bosses. Yeah, and other people would just be hitting the bosses the entire time. Yeah, so it's like you're not doing damage most of the time, but everyone's still hitting the boss. Yeah. There's a, we also did a few times like either I would be taking care of the boss or Tyler would be taking care of the boss or like fighting people in general and the other per- and like one of us would be taunting yeah because when you taunt you get like a, your special meter up so it'd be like all right take care of the boss and just sit in the corner like any questions any, any quest or what would she say any comments or whatever something like that oh because <laughs> she's like the reporter or whatever like that I was always I was splinter so I just kept getting like the ohm thing when he like oh, meditates yeah. It's a very fun game. Uh, I suggest everyone play that if you've got three hours to kill and a bunch of people to play with. Especially if you can just like all, like it's like 30, it's like 30 bucks, I want to say. Maybe 35, I think physical is like 35, but it doesn't come out for a while. What if you have a bunch of people to kill and three hours to play with? (laughs) Uh, I would just say maybe play the game and don't worry about killing people. Okay. It might be good. But hey, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. Maybe just kill people and then go play the game. That's basically most of what I did. Cool. Yeah, I had a, I felt, felt very busy. I think I texted the group chat because I was like playing Kenna and then I forgot Cuphead DLC was coming out. I was like, oh shit, Cuphead DLC. And I was like also playing Fortnite, of course. <laughs> and then something else, but I'll probably talk about that another time. Okay. You ever have a like a change in your mouth and then you can't stop noticing it like a taste change no or like, like a, a physical a physical change you got something to tell us Bob? no i just i can't stop tonguing the back of my teeth huh i had did some uh diy dental work with a screwdriver did you over the weekend that doesn't care to safe. elaborate i was eating corn and that gets stuck in your teeth mm-hmm. yeah very bad and uh, I flossed afterwards to get the string, stringly corn beets out of my teeth. And I flossed extremely hard and like broke off a little like hardened piece of plaque that was like down between our teeth. Okay. Like down there. And then I had like the remnants of that piece of plaque that was on like, at like the gum line. So I like... I go, I need to get all of this off. So I just, the only instrument I could find was a little screwdriver. <laughs> you scraped your teeth with a screwdriver. So I scraped my teeth with a true screwdriver. Yeah. Because I don't want to uh, pay to go to the dentist. 
So <clears throat> there's got to be a better way, man. I'm sure there is. I could buy probably buy some little dental picks on Amazon for uh, a dollar each, and have nope. some Chinese metal break off in my gums. But so now I had got rid of a bunch of uh, pretty nasty buildup on my teeth, and I can't stop tonguing it because it feels different. <laughs> That's been my obsession all for all weekend. Just like oh, you'll forget about my it. tongue back and forth you'll, across my teeth. <laughs> you'll forget about it eventually. I probably will. Um, DIY dental work is insane. <laughs> I could only find a little mini screwdriver, and I bent it a little bit so it's kind of a hook shape, and then I just went to town. It worked. Cool. I watched. Uh, I watched a film. I also um, watched a film. Did we watch the same film? Is it uh, three letters? Yes. Oh, no. Dewey. I really want to watch this. You got to watch this fucking movie. It's the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so good. Is there, anything, is there anything else you guys did so we can talk about this next week? Because I will um, watch it. Okay. Nothing. No, we'll, we'll, do, we'll wait for next week. Because we need to what? be able to talk about this as a group. Dude. I, do you have, have you done research on the m- movie and the story? I, I, I know do. the story is like loosely based on actual... It's a fictionalization of two historical figures who never met. Right. They were like different time periods, right? Mm, Around the same. They were in Delhi at the same time, but didn't meet each other. Okay. So the director was like, what if they met and became the best of friends? Dude. so sick. I love the... Yeah, we'll get... Okay. I got nothing else to talk about, though. Um, I started streaming something that I'm going to hopefully continue to stream. I'm excited to hear about this and watch it. Hopefully I started soon. streaming. I want to play all of the Ape Escape games that were released in the US. And that is a pretty big list, but I'm only going to hit the major ones. Okay. So I started Ape Escape 1. And I, the plan is to go Ape Escape 1, 2, 3. The weird uh, Ape Escape JRPG that came out on PSP that is like very bizarre game and then there is uh, a party style like Mario party style Ape Escape game that was released in the US also Uh, so I want to do all of those and I think the party style one if we can get all of us to net play it let's do it that would be cool yeah that'd be awesome because I don't want to play that by myself yeah like why I like the sounds of that hell yeah so that's been a big thing that I've been working on um Did I do anything else? What's the name? What's the name of the Ape Escape port? Is it PlayStation Portable Portable game, right? Yes, it's called Ape Quest. Okay. Is it Ape Escape Ape Quest? No, just I think it's just called Ape Quest, which I guess is a reference to Dragon Quest, because huh, it's like a medieval RPG. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That is cool. <laughs> Damn, they look crazy. These apes be crazy looking. I'm trying to watch through every John Carpenter movie. Ooh, that sounds fun. I mentioned I mentioned doing that on stream, but no one seemed about it. So I'm just doing it by myself, not on the stream. If I was there, well, never mind. We can't do that on stream. Yeah, I guess it would get. I mean, flagged. I could do it on my stream. I don't care if it gets flagged. Uh, or we could just do it in Discord. I've watched movies on my stream before. Oh yeah, did not get flagged. As long as you don't keep it up afterwards. Yeah. If you're live streaming it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. 
It matters if you get caught. <laughs> we just do it in Discord and everyone mute, mute their mics unless they got something really funny to say. That's true. I, I do need to get Discord Nitro, so that would be a good excuse. Yeah. I need it for the reacts, the animated reacts, the GIFs. <laughs> you have that on your server. You, can you do that in any server? No. Okay. If you have Nitro, some of them I think you can. I don't know. Val has Nitro and she yeah. can post all of them. But I can't post I can't post them other places. Yeah. I don't know. I watched Christine though. I've never seen that before. Is that the movie with the car? Yeah. I don't know anything about that except for that. It's based on a Stephen car. King book, short story. Short story. Yeah. Seems very It'd be crazy un- if it was a whole book. Un- unreal. Is Christine or Maximum Overdrive the one that's a short story that's like a page and a half long? I don't know. Maximum Overdrive is the truck? Yeah. Yeah. Who directed that? You're thinking Stephen of Cars. King. Stephen, that's the only thing Stephen King's actually directed. Yes. Was it uh, Maximum Overdrive? Yeah. Okay. And he like doesn't have any recollection of it. That's so funny. <laughs> like just on so much like pain pills the entire time. Jesus He like got in an accident prior to that. Okay. And was just like fucked up on opiates and like <laughs> has no memory of making that movie. <laughs> that's chill. It's uh, cool as hell. That's funny. Um, Yeah. Christine was, was a crazy movie. Uh, it was. It's in the '90s, right? Or late '80s? '80s. Okay. Um, I love that. Like, in the first ten minutes of the movie, they show the main character in high school, and there's he's in shop class, and someone tries to stab him at this like suburban high school. <laughs> '80s movies are so cool. Sometimes <laughs> it happens. I mean, yeah. That's what I was. There's like stuff like that. And there's, I wish I took more notes while I was watching Umbrella Academy or like stuff that I'm just watching. And I'm like, no one would ever do this. Why is this a thing? Like, this is insane that no no one would have this reaction. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, maybe it's an 80s thing. Maybe people in the <laughs> 80s were just super aggro and ready to kill people. I guess, yeah. I mean, that's how they acted in Strangers thing. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Stuff probably like stuff like in Stranger's Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I was I was watching. I also finished watching Stranger Thing. How bad was it? It was fine. Really? Yeah. I hated the ending. You hated it? I hated it. No, I mean the ending was like I don't know. I don't know if we talked about it, but I thought it was just very far fetched that like the dude got thrown into this is Stranger Things spoilers if you haven't watched it, sorry. So, I don't care. It's for it's Stranger Things spoilers for the first set of episodes they did not the last two episodes but when he gets thrown into the vortex and becomes Vecna yeah I was like this doesn't seem like this would happen it seems like this guy would just die the fact that he just like becomes one with this entity and stuff like that I was like this seems like a little strange stirs <laughs> thing I I I mean it's it's a fun show to watch I'll yeah. give it that but it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was really good and then it got to that point and then the ending was also just kind of like, yeah. why, why do you guys have to do this? Why do we have season five? Apparently they've already started. They've started filming season five in like March or it's something. It's not over? Yeah. No, no, they got one more season apparently. Apparently this is the final season. Dude. feel like they just, might have said that before. Who needs that much money? Who needs money that bad? That's part of the... Uh, staff. Okay. 
put yourself in that position where you made something that was successful beyond expectation and then they keep saying here's a gigantic check oh uh make another one especially since netflix's like subscribers are (sighs) dropping like flies yeah just i got i've got like a netflix subscription because of like my phone plan has like some tie-in part of reason part of me is like uh i would do literally anything for money Mm. yeah and then another part of me is like if i'm doing a creative endeavor i would hope that i would have some kind of integrity and not completely just uh just cynical cash grab fucking i mean sell out british office versus american office yeah it's it's just it's very much a I was going to say it's very much an American thing, but they're nah. giving Squid Game a season two. And that that's there's no way season two of Squid Game is going to be good. No. Where are they going to take it? I mean, they I guess they left it kind of with, yeah, hinting at what could happen next. But but also it just it's like, going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah. I feel like they've they've told the story already. Like They've told the story that they set out to, to yeah. tell. Society. Society actually not very good. Return to Monk. Um, yeah, uh, it was it was a weird ending. A lot of stuff leading up to it, I I liked. I felt like this was better than like season two, if I remember correctly. I don't season know. two was awful. Yeah, season two was was definitely like, we, like we wrote season one. We wrote quote unquote Stranger Things. Yeah, like it's a TV show. It's a self contained thing, and then they got given a big check and we're like make another one and they're like uh uh what do we do yeah. and then they made season two and we're like okay that wasn't good that wasn't good that wasn't good let's try like go back to the drawing board it's, it was season two well which one was the uh string lights that was one that was one yeah. okay season two was uh when 11 became a punk for one episode and she met other people with superpowers. It's the only thing people remember about season two. It's the only thing I remember. One episode. Uh, one bottle. I remember episode. there there was some like weird uh the kid's back from yeah. the but he's all weird now. Mike. Or no, not Mike. Okay, hold on. I don't think I ever saw season three. Spoilers. He's gay. He's gay, right? Yeah, for sure. Which one? The Will. The Will. Kid, yeah, Will. Okay. He also is the one character out of all of them that looks the most fucked up in terms of like... <laughs> is a costume? Yeah. Like he looks like... We, I think we've talked about it. He looks like he's Stuart from Mad <laughs> TV. <laughs> they gave him the craziest looking bowl cut. Yeah. And like his... Like, oh, I've seen, I've seen like, the memes. I've seen the memes yeah. of, uh, from behind him. And it's... The, his, his freshly... You don't like, ever want to lose your friend. <laughs> it's just like... A, Clearly has gone through puberty super hard. His straight razored like sideburns. Yeah. You can see the stubble growing through. But he's supposed to be like a thirteen year old kid. He's fu- it's fucked. It's really Dude, rough. I, I feel bad. For I him. saw some like article that was like the new season will give an explanation on why they look older or something like that. God. I, I, so I assume they fell it's gonna, in a uh, time warp. Yeah. And aged them. I mean, they are all, in reality, they are all like 18 or 19 years old yeah. at this point and playing ninth graders. Yeah. <sighs> Run up well, that hill. you know about that, being okay. 18 or oh. 19. <laughs> it was only, he was only held about two times. It was one, one summer, okay? 
and yeah, yeah. So that was cool, I guess. I watched that. I thought it, it was cool. What's should I watch season three and four? Okay. Season two is really rough. Yeah. That's season why I stopped. I season like, I shouldn't bother. three and four are both watchable. They're not good, but they are entertaining. Okay. I thought I thought th- season three was good, if I remember correctly. I just remember two being so bad, so maybe the three seems good because it, it wasn't total season three. Season three is fun to watch because it's like big budget, a lot of action. Okay. Okay. Not sure if it's like well written mm-hmm. per se, but it's fun. Okay. Season four, same thing, but they do weird shit. They split it into the two parts, which is what six or eight. It's episodes like, yeah and then the last like two episodes eight episodes that are an hour an hour long mm-hmm. and then the last two episodes are like an hour 45 and two and two. a half hours long. yeah okay and that i don't know why they did that because yeah. there's definitely beats in it where this like part two could have been another like five episodes yeah but they jammed it together into two episodes interesting oh he's so yeah. cute um i watch so on Sunday, I played Talisman with a couple of friends, uh-huh. and usually if I if I play board games or something, uh, we like put a movie on in the background, and which no. I think works for most no. people, but I get distracted. No. Do we? No. Do we do not approve? I get gotta, di- well, I get distracted, and it's I it's like playing Fortnite and a conversation f- about what? something completely different <laughs> that doesn't matter. Uh, I was so worried about that. You were literally spectating. <laughs> Bob Kelsey and I playing and I was like oh shit we can't talk about like stuff that's not and then I was Dewey's like oh back. wait Dewey's not even playing right now he's just watching yeah dad's home dad's home dad's home <laughs> shit um, and so we watched two movies over the course of of playing a game of Talisman that was just kind of never ending it was one of those where it's just like that's how Talisman is. yeah but this one was especially like nothing was happening everyone people was stuck in the first stuck. first realm the yeah. entire time yeah Except for one person who got teleported and then they were getting fucked up because they went too soon. Anyway, uh, we watched The Mist and then we watched Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Oh, whoa. So washed out. Like whoa. the, I forgot what that movie looked like. It looks crazy. It looks crazy. So blown out. Like so saturated. Mm. Like the saturation. to hide all the really oh. bad CG? Dude, I don't know. But like anytime there's light in it, it just like white bl- <laughs> blows everything out. Uh. Um and so God, that movie's a piece of shit. Oh, it's terrible. But I saw I, it in theaters too. Em- oh, I think I did too. Fuck. Emily was the one picking the movies. And so she was just putting on I mean we had, we I think she was I, putting on her favorite movies. She's putting <laughs> on her favorite movies. No, I think we had just watched I would I I had been watching like a like a red letter media review of the mist. Okay. And that's why she put on the mist, which is actually a good movie uh, for what it is. Um, And then I guess we were just like going down that road of apocalypse movies or whatever. So that's why she put on war of the worlds. Uh, And I, I was like comparing the two in my head while I was watching war of the worlds. And I was like, it's crazy how much better the mist is than war of the worlds and how, 
they do so much with so little in the mist. Yeah. I mean, the mist, most of that movie just takes place in the supermarket. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And it's like, War of the Worlds is like, a, I mean, it's post-apocalyptic or whatever, or apocalyptic. It's a disaster movie, essentially. Yeah. So is, I mean, you could argue that The Mist is also a disaster movie, but it's, it all takes place in this one, one store, yeah. basically, which is really interesting to like, I, I love movies where there's like random people stuck in a situation, like Tremors or something, you know? Cube. Cube, yeah. random people stuck in a situation they got to figure out. Have you seen all the Cube movies? I've Saw. seen, Saw. I've, uh, how many are there? Because I've seen three. three. Yeah, I've seen all three. Hypercube. Hypercube's fucked, dude. <laughs> no, I was, I was fixing your sentence. Have you have you saw? Um, you saw Hypercube. But yeah, it's just less is more. I don't know. Less can be so much more in so many because so much shit happens in War of the Worlds. It's so crazy. It's so like big, and it sucks. That movie sucks. And they show you the aliens. Yep. Bad. Which you just shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. You should never show the aliens. Never. Don't show it to me. Spielman, you should know that from making Jaw. Yeah, don't show me the thing. Don't show me the Jaw. Mm-mm. But here, here's John. the thing. I was watching an interview with I was, uh, his editor, Spielberg's editor. And she was like, his editor on Jaws. And she was like... Yeah, he, he he spent all this money, all this time making the shark. And, and she's like, we were in the editing room and he was getting so mad at me because I kept cutting. Like the shark would be on screen for like half a second and then I would cut. And he was like, no, 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 like show it more. And she's like, no. And she, she basically put her foot down and was like, if I show it for half a second more, it's it looks bad. Yeah. And so like his editor is responsible for like, she knew exactly when to cut when shark was on screen because she's like any longer and it looks bad. And so she basically cut up jaws and created that sense of like, you see it for a second and then it's gone. Uh, and when you see that's why it's scary of of Bruce, like out of the water, it's like, Oh, this looks like a giant Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that movie's scary because you don't see the shark. Oh, Bruce. That's a reference to jaws. Oh, when when the shark says "I'm Bruce," no, <laughs> the shark pops up. It, oh, hello, how you doing? I'm Bruce. No, in Finding Nemo, the shark's name is Bruce. Oh, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's a reference. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Finding. It's an Nemo. Easter egg. Uh is Finding Nemo good? Yes, it, it, for a kids movie. Yeah. What do you mean for a kids movie? <laughs> I. It's amazing cinema. I find Ellen DeGeneres kind of grating. Oh, she is Dorothy. What are you doing in there? Or Dory. Dor- Dor- Dorothy? I think she's Dory. Dorothy. You guys want to take a break and then we can talk about news? Yeah. Sure. We can put down this dog. Oh, yeah. All right, break. Yeah. Dogs go to heaven, but... And we're back. There's a Nintendo Direct. Did you guys watch the Mini Direct? By chance? I didn't, actually. Yeah. I have kind of forgot it was a thing until I was looking at news today. Uh, a few things that they announced... Uh, Near Automata or Automata is coming in October sixth to Switch, the like revamped version of it. Okay. Uh, I think it's actually it's like its own specific version. So there was that. There was a game called Lorelei and the Laser Eyes, which I don't know if I got a date for, but it looks like it'd be a Connor game because it was like this. It seemed like a. 
like uh, a nerdy loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looked like it was like a PS1 game, but it was like not a point and click adventure game, but like some kind of like adventure mystery game. Okay. And it just looked really cool. You can go ahead and look at that and see if that's something that would be. That looks like it looks like a Connor game. So, so it's like dog shit. Looks like something <laughs> something something you might have to use your brain for. I so hate using Connor my gets brain. Defensive about it, but it's. I'm gonna try. I'm looking out for him. I'm trying yeah. to like send him games that I think he would like. Yeah, that looks like. Don't ever presume <laughs> to know what you think I would like. It looks like there would be a game where you have to think and there might be a lot of text, so I could never play my brain, an air of mystery around it. My yeah. brain my brain sucks and I hate thinking. Uh then you might like playing uh Mega Man Battle Network collection. Mm. Yeah, what is this? I heard about this. I didn't understand a single word it's that coming next said. year. They're selling it in two parts. There's uh, like thirteen of them or something. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh I'm I did a, a Google image search for Lorelei and the laser eyes, and yeah. I got this uh Interesting. This, uh, That's not part Lennon, of it. Lennon with the like meme laser eyes. Yeah. Okay. Lennon, the, the Soviet leader, not the Beetle. Beetle. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So this is like, I think the reason there's so many games is because after like three, or maybe it was the third game, they did like a Pokemon kind of thing. So there's like Mega Man Battle Network 3, Blue, Mega Man Battle the Network three red or something like that i know at some okay. point they start doing like this d- double ups of those games um what is the battle network I, I didn't understand this concept battle network is a game where you play as a character who has like Mega Man almost as, as like a usb or something like that and then like goes to specific computers to i don't know what the story is but basically you use i i, I played it when i was younger but i va- vaguely remember it but it, it was very sick combat it was like kind of like tile based depending on where you're standing you can attack but i think it's also like card based what's this game called mega man battle network there's a bunch of them it's like a series but you move around like base the basic uh battles are like a grid of like you have a three by three set of squares and the enemies have a three by three set of squares. And it's like, you have to move around the grid and then like play different cards to do like different actions. And like some, some attacks you can shoot and it will like hit people from far back. Some of them like, Oh, you have like this, uh, a sword attack that reaches over a square. So it's not, it's not Mega Man gameplay. No. Interesting. I would look it up to like get a better sense of it, but it's very dope from what I remember and I've always like wanted to revisit them so this is a perfect time but it's also going to be released on like PS4 um, and I think that might be it maybe Steam but they specifically left out Xbox which some people were upset about okay okay yeah they're also remaking um, Pac-Man World which I don't know why which is like a 3D Pac-Man game it's coming out August was 26th was Pac-Man World in the Pac-Man arcade thing that just came out i don't think so it, it, it might have been but it's definitely not this like repacked or whatever the hell they're probably calling it um there is also a game called blanc that i really thought looked cool which is like it looks like it's all sketched but you play as a deer or a like wolf cub and it's like a no dialogue. You have to use these two different types of characters to get through different environments. And I guess it's probably like uh, one character trying to lead another one back to their family or something like that. It seems like it's a really cute game. 
Uh, it looks very stylized, but they also have like online and couch co-op. So mm. that looked cute and cool. They also showed a in-depth look at, kind of at the Mario Rabbit Spark of Hope. Okay, I'm interested. It looked sick. I, Com- loved, I loved the first one. Yeah, combat looks a lot cooler in the way that like you can do like some of the actions with Mario and then switch to do some actions with another character. It's so like still turn-based. So like, oh, it's like, hey, it's your turn. But like you can, okay, I'm, right now I'm going to do the movement for Mario so I can hit these guys. But then I'm going to switch over to like rabid Luigi so he can shoot and then move and then go to like back to Mario to do his actual action of shooting and stuff like that. So you can like do like, you don't have to like do all your actions as one character first nice. is the main thing I noticed. Uh, there's also seems to be like some stuff where like you can slide tackle a bomb and then grab it and throw it and then that'll do like damage. Uh-huh. So there's like other stuff on the field. It looks really good too. I'm very stoked on that. God, there, I need to finish the first one. Yeah. Um, there's also another, it had its own like direct thing. I think today I didn't watch it. So I'll probably talk about that next week and it probably has like more in-depth stuff about what, what the game is going to have. There was a cool game called RPG time, The Legend of Right, where it looked like you were playing some kind of RPG, but every time you like finished a level, it would like turn a page and there would be like, it was like sketched out, like someone like drawing. And I think you would use like the pencil or the eraser and stuff like to like, like do different stuff in this like RPG. Just interesting. Okay. So it kind of got my attention. Uh, there was more Sonic Frontiers footage. People and that- screaming. Yeah, people were screaming about it. Uh, it looks really good, in my opinion. I, I like screaming good or screaming bad. A lot of people are upset about yeah, it. Why? Because they're like, "Oh, it's very bland." And it's Sonic fans. So. Yeah. Uh, and I get it. Apparently, you're going to be able to like jump into areas and then go to like different levels, and then the most of most of the like actual gameplay is going to be in this open world where you're like attacking things, but there's going to have like special sections where it's like, okay, now you can jump into the green hill zone level. And now you can jump into the ice cap zone level and stuff like that. I thought it looked cool. Almost like a Mario 64 kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. Huh. Interesting. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, there is also what everyone was excited for. Dragon Quest Treasures got a trailer uh, for December 9th. It's coming out, and this looks like it's a mixture between. Did you play Dragon Quest Builders? I watched a lot of it. Okay, I never played it myself. The like actual like missions that you got. It seems like it's going to be a lot more like that, but still kind of in that same engine. Probably a little okay. more cleaned up, but you can like get monsters and probably collect them to like do specific things because I saw some people riding different monsters and like using them. And you can eat the slimes. Yes. Nintendo of America tweeted a response (laughs) to uh, what are the developers of Dragon Quest 9S or 11S take extra care to impart warmth and humanity to the characters, language of the world, blah, 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 blah. And then confirmed slimes are edible. Yeah. From Nintendo of America. What do you think they taste like? Blueberry. Even metal slimes? No, those are different. That's you said slime. Metal slimes probably just hurt your teeth. You think it's blue blueberry, or do you think it's like a bit more to me it looks more blue raspberry? Yeah, 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 for sure. I was gonna say metal slimes taste like mercury. 
<laughs> Metal slimes are not edible. Do no. not eat them. <laughs> you can, but you will die. Um, they're releasing uh, a portal. The portal games on there too. Those were just like available as soon as they said that they were. So you can go play Portal One and Two. And then Persona 5R is coming out on October 21st and uh, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden are coming soon, apparently. So, big day for annoying people. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's most of the stuff that they saw. And more Nintendo news, apparently, a tweet from one of the shareholders of Nintendo uh, apparently, he asked about F Zero, Baton Kaidos, Mario Land, and a few other games, and then just like tweeted, "Hey, I asked about these games uh, for you guys, like to the internet, <laughs> just being like, hey, what's up with these games?'" And then Nintendo just gave a like whatever answer. But I just thought that was cool that some dude was just like, <laughs> "I'm a shareholder. I got to ask a question, so I asked a question for you guys." Uh, I would love just to just like us. I would love to see a shareholder. Or I mean, uh, I would love to see a F Zero game, or at least a re-release of GX. Um, and some more cool um, Nintendo news. Apparently, in Japan now, there they have a repair subscription thing for your Switch, which I've ne- I don't think I've ever heard of any company doing this. Why would you? Why would that? Doesn't seem like a good PR move. No. Don't know. Are you tired of sending your switch in to get your uh, (laughs) your Joy-Con drift fixed every month? Sign up for this new subscription, pay monthly rate, and we'll fix it as many times as you need. It's like two dollars a month, or like twenty dollars for a year, and it's basically it will it it covers like it's kind of like Apple Care. So not only is it like hardware stuff like drift, but like if you spill it if you drop it or spill it if you spill stuff on it etc and they'll like provide let me see what it says oh i noticed you're buying a new switch uh would you like to also subscribe for switch care uh it's gonna break a lot i highly recommend you upgrade translate please Just learn Japanese, Dewey. I'm trying. I'm learning it right now. Oh yeah, so it'd be about about a thousand dollars in in total damages that they would. So it's just repair. insurance. Yeah, basically, it's just uh, switch insurance. And you can join anytime. Cool. I don't know. I'm not gonna get it. I'm just gonna be careful. Just like body insurance. I mean, why? Why would you get insurance for that when you can? Uh, just put that money towards buying the uh, the polium. Yeah, that's the next thing I have. So <laughs> uh, there's an NFT console now. Oh, boy. It was only a matter of time. I'm happy they waited until NFTs were just tanking super hard. Have you seen any of their twi- Twitter presence? No, I just know like the basics of it. Uh, I think people were tweeting at them being like, hey, you just stole the GameCube logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they like, made a big thing like, it's actually different from the GameCube logo, but uh, we will change our logo so it looks uh, more original. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> they also, uh, there's some really funny shit on their website. They posted a roadmap mm-hmm. for like their projected like, you know, release 
timeline. Yeah. And it is the most vague yeah. shit possible. Also, it's like 2021 not- idea. <laughs> the next thing, 2021 planning. <laughs> next thing, 2022 console design. Uh, no more dates for a while. Uh, hardware development, software development. <laughs> Just fun- all the most obvious shit you could think of. Functional prototype. DFMA manufacturing and now we get another date 2024 ready for launch this reminds me of when I'm really excited about something and I have to talk about it and then I realize that talking about it doesn't actually do anything so then you you just you learn throughout life that it's better to just like work on something and then talk about it it's like they just did a book report and we're like oh we have to have all of these things but like, we don't really have anything to put in there so there's also on the controller itself, there's a microtransaction button. Oops, I accidentally yeah, pressed yeah, the yeah. wrong button. Yeah, there's a there's like a I just wallet spent button. 50 bucks. Uh, I saw someone saying, man, this uh, logo looks kind of familiar. And they replied, it looks familiar, but GameCube has a G and the cube <laughs> represents their name. Our cube represents the blockchain and the P stands for polium. It's like... So the same thing, different letter is what you're saying? It's still the same shape? Yeah. I like that the misunderstanding of like intellectual property is going both ways as far as yeah. NFTs go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like like they don't understand the like the idea of like cop like copywriting something that doesn't exist and like people being able to steal it or like copywriting an idea that is like the idea of uh, a basketball team or whatever yeah. like and then it's going the other way of, of just being like oh we just like stole this trademark logo to use for our thing and it's fine <sighs> and then you're gonna complain when someone steals your apes my apes all the apes they got me from all my apes dude i love when one of them is like talking about how some like one of their nfts got stolen and then people just comment being like oh, you should probably take that image down then since you don't own it anymore oh, true. <laughs> as your avatar <laughs> oh man that's so love, cool i love it's nfts it's gonna be a cool machine i'm gonna yeah. get one i gotta get my wallet on there. i just love the this huge scam like most people don't take it seriously and it, they're trying so hard to be like the next capitalism yeah. and everyone's just like no yeah <laughs> stop very small amount of people that's cool deranged people being like that's yes cool. this is good very soft brains uh what's not soft brain is apparently sony is going to be working to make peripherals capable with modern playstation consoles from ps3 hold on yeah say that again ps3 peripherals like uh the wands or whatever they had whatever the hell oh the i i yeah i motion or whatever i toy i toy there's a patent here that says patent first by shoney the detailed emulation legacy of yeah so basically they're trying to make it so that when you start up a game it a game is looking for those peripherals they'll be able to like emulate those things oh. so probably just like bypass them for like specific games okay like the they have the eye toy here. They've got a mouse. They have those the move controllers. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. Keyboard. There's um, legacy card reader. I think it's like that that weird Japan only memory card thing. Um, 
But there is also that and then just joblish things from Sony asking or like telling like, hey, we're looking for people who would be interested in uh, emulation, developing new emulators. Okay. So people are now taking both these news things together as you would and think, oh, they're probably trying to do something with the PS3. Because like those are the, that's like, because PS1, pretty much good. PS2, pretty good. They don't have to worry about emulating that. PS3 is like the only thing that's like hard to emulate or they would need to figure out how to emulate, especially with the peripherals for some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, did we ever talk about uh, the Amico? No. I don't think so. Um, Intellivision's Amico is a another one of those, like the... Is yeah. this the the one where they're gonna make it? It was like wood grain and shit. No, th- but it's that it's that that was Atari, but this is like along the same lines of like, it's an old old ass because uh, the Intellivision was a really old console. So someone's trying to take the Intellivision name and make this console called the Intellivision Amico, and it was supposed to be like geared towards families and all this other bullshit about like, uh, I don't know. It's a whole thing. They've been doing it for a while. It's just like a, another scam. It's like these people who think that like they can market a console to like a family with like young kids and like, oh, the the like desire with this would be that you could play video games with like the whole family and it'd be like fun and simple for everyone. It's like nobody wants that. Nobody wants nobody 50 wants... year old video games. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter how easy the games would be to get into. Grandma doesn't give a fuck. Kids want to play Fortnite, yeah, and the adults just want to drink. Unless they're my dad, and they get to stay home from work and do better than everyone else in Animal Crossing. That's true. Because we have to go to school and yeah. can't Fuck keep that. up. <laughs> dad, please, I need some bells. He's like, I'll give it to you on a loan. Teaching you he, he economics. Was, he was the first to figure out the bell scan, like uh, glitch where oh, you can yeah. like quadruple your bells or and he wouldn't tell you it's like i'll show you after i beat the game (laughs) dad go do your homework (laughs) that's pretty cool um yeah uh, apparently there the trademark for it has been listed as abandoned (laughs) so they do have a few days to like you know fix that but it's just like uh the last bit of signs of life of this like console that you can look it up. The controllers look like they would be like phones or something like that. Um, it looks dumb. No one wants it. I don't know why they thought they would scam people into it, but I think they, a few people got scammed. So, uh, and and uh, some more bummer news. This is the last thing I have is that Sucker Punch is not doing a Sly Cooper game. Uh, apparently, they made a blog post just saying that they're going to have no Infamous or Sly Cooper games um, either being remastered or put out. Apparently, they are sunsetting some servers, so they wouldn't want to like remake those games or, I guess, bring them up okay. any more than they have. I know Sly Cooper was done on PS3. They had like that collection. Um, but those are, especially Sly Cooper is like, been rumored for forever and like i know that there's probably some references in ghost of tsushima or something like that and there's 
references to him in Ratchet and Clank. Wait, is there really Ghost of Tsushima references? Maybe. That's what I'm saying. No. Is there's probably something in there. Because oh, okay. people, people are always talking about it. I could have just made that up out of my ass. But I know he was literally in... He's in like a little Easter egg in like Ratchet and Clank. So people are like, oh, maybe Sucker Punch is the next game. is going to do that. I think they, that Ghost of Tsushima just did so well that they're like working on that. And then they're working on like something else for some infamous like game, if I remember. I got to like bring up the article. But basically, they're just like, no, you're not going to get any of those games for a while, which is a bummer. One game you will get is Skate 4. True. Oh, yeah. I signed up for that beta. Uh there was a new little teaser, kind of not really a trailer, but it just kind of like a hey, this game is coming this year kind of promotional video they put out with some a lot of working footage of uh of gameplay, mm-hmm. like textureless like working footage, and then like a decent amount of like pre rendered kind of cinematic style footage, and it looks so promising i'm stoked for it they they kept a lot of the what people like about skate 3 is kind of the the jankiness of it yeah like kind of how glitchy it is and like not perfect the physics are Mm -hmm. and it looks like they kept all of that stuff oh shit but just kind of like expanded on on board and off board stuff like it 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 looks like there is a building, like creative mode, where you can build parks or whatever that is cooperative. Yeah. Like they showed like multiple people like constructing a, a little skate park area mm-hmm. and like a lot of like weird parkour kind of setups that, that people have created. And like, like a, this, they had one shot of like this, like look like a Plinko board that like people were like falling through. <laughs> it looked really funny. Just they kept a lot of just like the goofy sandboxy stuff that people like from Skate 3 and just like seems like they're just flawlessly like implementing it and then like building off of that stuff. Okay. Yeah, I saw some footage of someone like monkey bars like climbing yeah. across stuff. Yeah. That looks sick. Looks Hell so yeah. good. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh we do have two voicemails. Uh, if you'd like to leave a voicemail, you can call and leave one at 804-286-0626, or as we like to say around here, 804-BUMMO-MAN. If you leave a voicemail, it might sound something like this. Hey, y'all. It's Tyler. I just finished Elden Ring the other day. It took me about 111 hours. And I'm curious uh, for the other listeners how long it took everyone to beat the game and which ending you did i did uh ronnie i haven't beaten it yet i have not beaten i fell off super hard uh, i'm in the second underground area that happens after the big story thing and then i just fell off but if i was going to beat it it would be the ronnie ending so <clears throat> um took me about six hours i got the drake ending Interesting. It's pretty good. I did use my the one where you uh, start dating a high schooler. Yeah, I think he's yeah. talking about Millie Bobby Brown's boyfriend. Okay. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> How long did it take you, Connor? I haven't beaten it yet. Oh, I told dumbass. you, dumbass. <laughs> Got him. 
you did get got. Anyways, this is one more uh, email. Female. Here we go. Hey, motherfuckers. This is old Uncle Kev. First off, I'd like to apologize for the sound quality of my last voicemail. Uh, I was calling using uh, Bluetooth earphones that I got off of Amazon. I think they're on their last leg, so sorry about that. Anyway, I just finished watching Stranger's Thing Volume 4 Part 2. I thought it was really good. Did you guys watch it? How did you feel about it? I enjoyed it a lot. I uh, I feel like they probably could have ended it, but it looks like they're going to do another season. So, neat. Anyway, I love you. Bye. Should we uh should we edit and put that in right before you guys start talking about Stranger Things? <laughs> Obviously, we <laughs> talked about it. I liked it overall. I thought the ending was fine. Yeah, I mean it's it's the thing where I I'll watch anything they do with it. It's yeah. a fun show to watch. Yeah, I don't think it's good. Yeah, but it's entertaining. I just I think I was really turned off at the end of the first part. Like I said, when Vivek nothing happened, he was like flying around and turned into like a weird Oregon guy. I was just like, this doesn't seem real. Is it still just kind of, because my my complaint about the first season is that it felt, I felt it relied too heavily on its nostalgia draw. Is it still doing that? No. Okay. I think now it has its own, like, it has nostalgia, like self-referential nostalgia now. Like it's been an entity long enough where it kind of has its own legs to stand on now. So yeah. it's not just like, hey, you remember, this feels like a Steven yeah, Spielberg movie. You from remember the Stephen 80s. King movies, yeah. right? Um, so it's it's less of like snap, point at the screen, hey, I remember that, mm-hmm. and more of snap, point at the screen, and hey, I remember that from the other seasons. From season two. Yeah. Okay. So it's worse. <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think it's good, but it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah. For sure, it's a good time waster. Okay, I'm not. I'm not uh, watching it thinking like. I often think to myself, I have too much time on my hands. How do I have less time? I need something to burn away the hours. That's not what it is. No, it is a. Uh, it's a way you punish your brain. Oh well, I don't need new ways to do that. Well, but plenty of those. If you'd like to punish your brain uh, and by leaving a five-star review, do that. You know where to call us. If you'd like to punish your brain by listening to four hours oh, of us playing true. a tabletop role-playing game, subscribe to the Patreon and you'll yeah. get those every okay. Friday for the next month. Yes. I can't wait to see everyone there, especially you listening to this right now. You know who you are. No, no, no. Not you. The, the other one. Yeah. Should we, should we make the episodes only available and stream them on Twitch. What do you mean? Like episode three comes out this Friday at nine o'clock and then we'll just you have get to watch on the it Twitch live. channel and play the audio <laughs> and that's the only time you get to listen to it. And I'll just leave my camera on. I'll just sit there and I'll like be like eating food and like playing Melee and but Melee will be on like a smaller <laughs> screen next above my camera so it's like you can barely see it. Yeah, we should start doing uh, podcast episodes that are just one time only. Just yeah. stream it and then it never gets we'll, played we'll, again. We'll do reruns. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll announce it ahead of time but like you All can right. record it at home if you want. If you like episode 300, it's only going to be up Friday at 9 p.m. <laughs> Damn.
That'd be cool. All right. That's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, I'm Dewey. I'm Bobby. Connor. Thanks for flying with us, you sack of...